Hello. Hi, John. Hi, Merlin. How's it going? Oh, it's early. It's a shiny new year. It's early in the year. That's right. Oh, it's early. That's true. That's it's true. It's early. It is. How's your new year so far? It's been really good. It's been a really good jubilee. Today is mm-hmm. the last day mm-hmm. of my daughter's jubilee. She returns to school tomorrow. Oh. It's been good. It's been full Wait of laughter and love. Why Why not on today? Why not on, on the Monday? I don't know. She goes to a special school. Oh, sexy. <laughs> it's a special school. Everything's uh-huh. a little bit different yeah, there. It's like small plates. Day. Yeah. It's been great, man. We had some, uh, we've, we've uh, had food and there were trees and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. lights, mm-hmm. Uh, very large beanbag chair. It's been. Festival um, of lights. Oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Slow down. Yeah. Hold on. Did you get one of those? It's called a fat boy. Uh-huh. It's an improbably, improbably large chair. It's a chair. It's not, it looks, uh, if you put it down on the ground, mm. you can't really put it anywhere. Mm-hmm. I just want to be super clear. I did not get a vote on this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's right in the middle of the room. It's like, um, it's like the, the, the mother insect in Starship Troopers. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like saying, hey, let's have a thing that might be a chair that's the size of a dining room table and we'll put that in the lounge. If you put your hand on its head, can mm-hmm. you can you sense its fear? Uh, fear's the mind killer. Uh-huh. It uh, uh-huh. it's uh, I think it's seventy inches long, so uh, it's I think six it's feet, just a tiny well, it's a little under. It's just a tiny bit taller than me. But anyway, yeah, there's that. Whoa, and apparently, taller. It's like it's seventy inches long, but it's five yeah. ten tall. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just under five ten. I think I might be shrinking. My feet are growing though. I think my feet are definitely growing. I bought some shoe stretchers, but my my body is getting smaller. My feet are getting bigger. I'm approaching some kind of clown singularity. (laughs) 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 I won't even fit in the tiny car. Shoe stretchers. That's such a like. We're just the last generation that ever even. I don't want to bog down the program, but I got a lot of problems. (laughs) I got a lot of problems with shoe sizes and shoe size variability. It's very frustrating. First of all. I am almost, I have been historically almost exactly a nine and a half, which puts me exactly between the two English sizes. So I, I have to. think of you as a nine and a half. Yeah. 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 Nine and nine and a half feet. Yeah. I, I, um, yeah. And anyway, so I got a shoe stretcher. I stretched out my, uh, my new Pumas last night a little bit. Oh, my new Pumas. Cause I don't want, I mean, I don't, I mean, if it's too big, it's too big. Yeah. And you can't, I learned this from a Doc Martens representative at a Nordstrom. He intervened on my behalf because I've been, I had been buying (sighs) foolishly. The first pair of Doc Martens I ever bought was on a visit to San Francisco in 1997. I was not aware of the English sizing problem, something I'm sure you're very aware of. Oh, very aware. And so I I made. But But Docs are sold in American sizes now. I think they're, I'm pretty sure they're still made in English sizes. They, they slap a size on there, but I'm pretty sure you're still on your own to find something that fits. So mm. I, I went the wrong way and I got the equivalent of a nine and I'm, I'm walking up, uh, was it Haight or Fillmore? One of those really mm-hmm. where the, where the, I think it was probably Fillmore where, you know, the sidewalk turns into steps. Mm-hmm. And my dogs were barking. Oh boy! And it was a lot of money in 1997. I think I spent a C note on these things. Yeah. And you can't really stretch Doc Martens. Maybe you can. Anyway, a half now. Huh? They're 150 bucks these days. Yeah. In this yeah. economy, and so and so I'm at the Nordstrom, which you know it's a very good store. 
and I'm, I'm looking at some Doc Martens, and it just so happens that a shoe representative from outside of the, the Nordstrom company, I don't know if he was strictly a Doc Martens, but he says, oh, we can, I can help you with that. Did he have a British accent? No. Oh, he didn't wow. even fake it. Hey, hello, what's all hello, this? Lord. What's all this uh, thing with your master. feet? You can't fit into your, uh, I can't, I don't know, cotton I mean, slang, uh-huh. and I don't want to say Jews. But something, something with shoes and pairs. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got to get your shoes and pairs. <laughs> they do come in pairs. It's kind of like that movie, uh, Call Me By Your Name. Anyway, um, so, um, and what he says is, he says, here's the thing. You go with the larger size. And yep. then he says, uh, he might have called her sweetheart. I'm not sure. He says to the Nordstrom lady, he says, could you bring me some of those little, little cheapy insoles? He, he puts some insoles in. He says, let's try one. If that doesn't work, we'll try two. We're going to, what do I need to do to put you in a Doc Martens today? And you know, huh. it worked. Oh, really? Do you know what I'm talking about here? How many shims were in there? I think we might have done two shims, two shims. Because, you know, the, 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 the provided insoles and arch support, uh, we're not talking Converse here, but it's not a lot to write home about to begin with. Mm-hmm. But I learned mm-hmm. this from Crocs. Uh, this is a shoe. Whoa, where, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, go on. Well, I Crocs. Cro- I have professional Crocs. Okay. It's not those okay. kind of Crocs like a little kid wears. They're pro- it's the- Are you a nurse? Yes. Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> Look at these teats. <laughs> mm. Anyway, um, I'm a picture of fecundity. I, I actually have two pairs. I have one pair at my office and a pair at home. But uh-huh. they're prof- you could drop a hypodermic needle on there and you'd be GTG. You could work oh, in a yeah. kitchen. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You can work in the kitchen five all day, in, you know, and that kind of in thing. In a hospital, right? Yeah, you can work. Yeah, you can work <laughs> in a kitchen on a hospital shift. But here's the thing: if you buy Crocs wrong, which is really the only way to buy Crocs, if you buy Crocs wrong, you're buying a size. Just, oh, these should be nice and snug. No, they should be more floopa floopa. Same right. goes for the Doc Smartin. Yeah, it's just like buying wooden shoes. I mean, you only oh, get one shot at it. I you know? see. I yeah. see. The chicken is involved, but the pig is committed, is what you're uh, saying. <laughs> and they're in Dutch sizes, so you have to like... You Dutch have to people size, are very tall. You have to uh, size up and then size down on the other side. I don't want to be racist, but Dutch people uh, are tall. Some of them. A lot you know, of them the are, tall. are tall. If you're running to plug a dike, as you do, mm. clocka, clocka, clocka. Yeah. So anyway, um, they have a lot of rhythm too. The touch. I got a shoe stretcher. It's got it's got bunion strap-ons, but I don't need those. I don't have bunions, but I I do I do want to get just a tiny bit more in my toe box. I've learned so much. Well, I I, I could talk to you about a lot of shoe technologies. I, I have I have many secret shoe technologies. One of them is, and I, this might be a Jesse Thorne thing. I don't remember how I started doing this, but I also I do utilize shoe trees, and I rotate my shoes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I rarely wear. Well, well now I'm, I'm breaking in these Pumas. These are pretty sweet. These are suede, kind of light blue, you know, yeah. kicks as they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of breaking them in a little bit, um, and they're real good for riding my Segway because they're basically they're kind of like a skateboard shoe. So you I just, get a lot uh, of stability. You wear them for like a half hour a day, and then you put them back, put, put them back, put them, them up back. till the air out. You know what they say, John? What they say is, I don't know if this is a ten thousand hours thing. What they say is, it is believed. That if if you use a shoe tree and you rotate your shoes every day, I don't I, I don't really understand the math on this, but they could last you twice as long, even accounting mm. for the fact that you're wearing them less. It's like the twice. opposite of blue jeans. Twice as long. Because because you're airing them out, you're getting the moisture out. They're gonna be way less stinky. Yes. You change your socks every day. You know what I'm saying? And put put in shoe trees. Good good God, man. Yeah. Well, you know. Um, a friend of the show, Felix Salmon, asked a question uh, not long ago on Twitter. How Hi, how Felix. often do you wear the same pair of shoes 
for um, more than like a couple days in a row. I don't remember the exact question. But you know what it came down to is like women change shoes a lot. Men will basically wear the same shoes every day. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if that's racist, but that mm-hmm. it, that is this mm-hmm. is I've mm-hmm. spoken. You know what I'm saying? I am someone uh, who uh, often has twenty pairs of shoes in rotation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yet since I uh, sold my house and moved um, into the the guest bedroom over here. At uh, Shea Baby Mamas. <laughs> uh, little by little, it all shook down so that I'm, I've basically been wearing the same Blundstones every day for six months. That's a good shoe. Now, and that's I've another never... one where it's tricky to get the right size, I, but I like a Blundstone. That's a very, you know, I wear those. We both have, uh, I think, nearly identical uh, models of Doc Martin shoes, and I believe the last time we appeared on stage together, we were wearing, in different colors, the same pair of Doc Martin boots. Yeah, isn't, wasn't that fun? That was fun. They're Blundstone-ish. Yeah, and we're on our way to appear together again. I didn't know our, we were doing that. I just I got an nearly, email. I didn't know we were doing that, but we should promote that. Oh, really? I I don't know whether it's just now in the calendar. It must be and, a standing date at this point. Yeah, they just send us a thing that says like, uh, Harvey Danger, uh, you uh, you're playing Wednesday. You call to cancel. Click. Mm-hmm. It might be something like that. Um, Let me find this. Uh, yeah, so I, I, like I say, I mean, if we talked about this, I don't remember it, but I think, like you say, it sounds like we might be just a, a, a what would you call it, like a standing meeting. Yeah, that's right. Every year, once a year, mm-hmm. we we run into each other at the Gateway Theater in San Francisco. Like that theater, good theater. We uh, we do a show. We do a live performance. People that attend can see uh, can see Merlin Mann in the wild. Hello. In the town, he will. Uh, he will. He's very gracious in person. I am. And, I, I leave yep. the house and I, I and I, I stay and I talk to people until they make yep. us leave. That's right. He gets all the way down, and the Gateway Theater is not anywhere close to Merlin's house. It's nope, on the other nope, side nope, of San nope, Francisco. Nope. He That's might an as well 18, be dollar lift drive. Yeah. yeah, he might as well be in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and you can be there. You can be there, and you can hit, shake hands and talk, yeah. ask questions. We even yeah. do, sometimes we take questions from the audience. We do. I, I do a fair amount of, uh, I do some crowd work and, some, crowd and work. some, uh, some pretty sophisticated physical comedy. Yes. I will sometimes fall off a chair for comedic yes. effect, which, which people like. Yes. Yes. Uh, you, we need to update to these note, bios. Wow. To note these bios. The, uh, the, the, the size differential between us. Yes. You'll see that in this, in similar sized chairs, we look. You're like a, you're like, like a case for me. Like I, I could fit in. You. <laughs> <laughs> the gateway is a it's a it's a nice it's a nice theater. The sight lines are good. Everyone, yeah. there's not a bad seat in the house, uh, and it feels intimate. We can hear you. We can mm-hmm. hear you when you say things in the room. If you say guffaw. Yeah, we'll we'll take note of it. Crowds crowds so, don't don't engage as much as they used to. The thing is, hmm. and I, I know this is extremely true in the PNW, um, but like people, but sometimes people are having fun, but you can't tell. Yeah, maybe, maybe people aren't used to going out anymore. Yeah. But uh, but it, it it is a I like the theater. The people are really nice. Uh, uh, you could tell it's a, a San Francisco bathroom because there's a handmade sign that says "Don't flush anything down the toilet." Uh-huh. I met um, I met uh, I met a guy from uh, the TV show The Office there last year. Oh really? What was that person doing? He was so nice. He was backstage for like you know doing like a real show after us. Probably oh, a I tribute see. to some show from the '90s. There's a lot of those. That's popular. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it was Oscar from The Office, and he was really gracious. And and I, Oscar. I I handled it extremely well. 
I said, "Hey, I-, I really, I really enjoy your work. My uh, my family really uh, likes 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 what you do. Thanks for doing what you do." And he was very nice, and very gracious. So I walked away. I didn't touch uh, him or anything. Uh, uh, was I there? Did um, I meet you, him? You know, you you move in different circles sometimes. Yeah, you frequently but- bring a person with you. Yeah, there'll be there'll be a woman there. There'll be a man there. There'll be somebody industry related. There's always people in different roles. The, uh-huh. I think the Roderick group rolls on as some uh-huh. kind of ad hoc operation, from what I can yeah. gather. I'm always There's there. A I'm, 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 I'm a, you know, oh, 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 what a lonely boy. I'm just wandering around. I would not bring my family to this. Sure, but if there was someone backstage, for instance, it mm-hmm. seems like I. It's not like a huge backstage. I would have, I would have met the person. I just, I guess, I would. You might know. have been in the front of house, as they say. A front of house. I don't know. I don't know. I always I'm not sure right I would have recognized him as a person from the office. Oh. Is the problem? I've seen. Problem. I've seen every episode several times. He's very, very good. He's good in other things too. He's in. He's in a a, a commercial also. Well, that's for a nice like, job. Uh, I don't know, cable TV or cars. I'm not sure. Nice job if you can get it, you know, as they say. Uh, oh, you know who else I met? What's his name? Is it Rick Overton? Uh, a comic that I just loved in the 80s. He was a guy who would pop up all the time on cable TV. Rick Overton. I met him backstage, too. And I said, hey, I've enjoyed your work since I was a kid. It's really, I'm glad you're here. Thank you for doing what you do. And I walked away. I didn't even touch him. This is a thing uh, that the, this is another reason why people should come to uh, the show. Mm-hmm. Because you might meet Rick Overton. Rick Overton uh, in, or, or the guy from The Office. Or the guy from The Office. One of the guys from The Office. Anyway, come to the show if you want. It's in uh, the next this month. It's, mm-hmm. this, it's in January in San Francisco. You have to be in San Francisco you to come. You have to be here for that. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, but otherwise, there are no, there are no height requirements. No one. It's mm-hmm. accessible to all. If you, if um, you, um, um, I hope this isn't racist, but if you are pregnant, it's safe. Oh, yeah. State of California needs to let you know that there could be certain chemicals in the environment, but right. you're good. Right. Like, don't vape and don't drink, but you can come and sit down. We'll give you a chair. There's a chair that only you are allowed to sit in. I and think. I can't, I can't overstate uh, mm-hmm. the degree to which um, uh, uh, we are, and in particular Merlin, is accessible mm-hmm. for this one hour only. That I I wouldn't recommend that you reach out and touch him, but if you say, you can, may you can I touch, touch me, it's you? okay. It's okay. okay. See, mm-hmm. see, this is amazing. This um, is privilege. Amazing is opportunity. It, I, I get asked, right? Is yeah, it yeah. okay to touch you? That's privilege. And here's, I'm going to, what's privilege if you don't use it is what I always say. It's right. okay. You Turn can touch on. me. Yeah. Yeah. We just got to make sure that, you know, we get out and, you know, uh, let uh, James Urbaniak or whoever come up next. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure, sure. There's a, there's always a cycle. We have to, we can't just stand there and clog the You know, aisles, you know I met him. I met him once. I know you did. He took a photograph. I have a very, very unflattering haircut at the time, but I met him and now I see him on TV all the time. He's on, um, he's on that show review. That's very good Mm -hmm. with Andy Mm -hmm. Daly. I've never met Andy Daly that I can remember. But James Urbaniak is on a lot of programs. I really like him. It's funny. He's a great character actor and he'll show up. You'll be watching a thing and you're like, wait a minute. Yes. It's that guy. It's him. You know, we just don't get as many great character actors as we used to. We have to appreciate the ones that we have. You're saying a mouthful. That's so true. I mean, like in the 70s, you'd just see people, you'd see a Vincent Chiavelli or whatever. You'd see like such classic characters. You know, you watch a Barney Miller. Yeah. Um, well, and then they'd show up on Love Boat and they'd get their moment. You know what I mean? Like they'd I get do. their they'd get their episode. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you got absolutely. The, Tom Hanks last night. Episode. Tom Hanks on the Golden Globe Awards was talking about how he'd been on a Love Boat. I don't remember that at all. I remember him from Bosom Buddies. Sure, of course we all do. Uh, if you are exactly the right age. You had to yeah. have been exactly the right age to have watched Bosom Buddies on television. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, Merlin, you and I are exactly that age within that window. Remember Holmes and Yo-Yo? See, now I do not remember Holmes and Yo-Yo. 
that was like a where you know it's classic oh, cops getting a new partner and oh. uh, and the cop the cop yeah. is a character actor whose name escapes me and then there's uh, what's the guy's name is it John John Trunk John Shuck John the, he gets his he gets partner with a robot um played oh, by John me. John John Funk I forget his name no that's the guy from Decemberist probably no John the John, John I want to say John John Shunk I'm gonna look at Holmes and Yo Yo anyway it's that kind of like it's a buddy comedy with a cop and a robot. Speaking of robots, mm-hmm. I got a robot. Tell me more about your robot, please. So anyway, it was a good. It was a good holiday. Well, so the we still need to circle back to your sex bag. Also, also, it's, but, it's so difficult. I'll put a link to this in show notes for this episode, which you can find at RoderickOnTheLine.com. Um, but uh, what you're going to do is go just do a search on the internet, whatever internet you've got for. Uh, Roderick on the line, Sketchfest 2020, but I'll also yeah, put a link in notes and uh, you can get tickets. Oh, it looks like Gabriel's going to be there. Sometimes oh, they put your nice. face up if you're going to be there. Hey, there's oh, women weird. that are coming. That's cool. Jeez, where do I see this? And here's here's the other thing. Here's what I learned. Everything I learned from from Jesse Thorne, I could have learned in kindergarten, but here's what uh-huh. he says. If you use shoe trees, you rotate your shoes. You turn your jeans inside out to wash them, right? And yeah. don't do it too hot. I learned a lot from him and Sandy. Other hmm. thing I learned from from he is adamant about this. When we did hmm. our uh, Monsters of Podcasting uh, tour, hmm. I learned this. You must sell out every seat at the comedy hmm. show. If there's really? one seat open, it's not as funny. So it's huh. very important that you all come to this show, give us your money, boom, and then you will be in the theater with a seat. I think they sell beer in bottles. Mm-hmm. Um, and then then the funniness will increase with each additional seat. Nearing it's, but completion. it's like a quantum thing, John. There's no yeah. way that Newtonian physics can explain why one open seat makes it an order of magnitude less funny. It has but to it, be sold out. It, is. it has to be sold out. So let's shoot for sold out. Okay. Well, no, not shoot for it. That's our minimum standard. Sold it's out. It's the minimum the, viable uh, right. show. Uh, right. So you will come back to my sex bag. Uh, you're going to tell me about your robot. Well, and also let me just say that yes. Jesse Thorne, when he talks about shoe trees and talks about rotating his jeans yeah, and cravat, talks about cravat all this case, stuff, cravat yeah. case cozies. Jesse is Jesse has learned these things from people that wore Alden shoes, and they paid four hundred dollars for a pair of shoes, and they lived in Connecticut somewhere. Rotating your shoes when you're wear, when you wear Converse or something, some made in China Pumas, mm-hmm. it's all it, the glue is going to get brittle long time before the shoe wears out. Okay. Uh, but I, you know, I don't mean to, I, I don't want to drag on Jesse because no. it's too, it's too easy. And this show is too short. Mm. Uh, <laughs> mm. uh, but my robot. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly a comma appeared and then we, uh, you know, you got to keep your head on a swivel with John Roderick. You got so a robot my, is what you're telling me. So what happened? Mm. What had happened was. <laughs> this episode of roderick on the line is brought to you by squarespace you can learn more about squarespace right now by visiting squarespace.com slash super train what you need to know is that squarespace is the place you need to go to create your own website it's something that i have done many many times uh the roderick on the line website is on squarespace you are using Squarespace right now, but you're asking yourself, what can I do with Squarespace? Well, I'll tell you, you're going to create a beautiful website to turn your cool idea into your new home on the web. You can showcase your work. You can have a blog or a gallery or publish other kinds of content. You can even sell products and services of all kinds right from your Squarespace site. You can promote your physical or online business, and you can even announce an upcoming event or a special project, all this and so much more. 
Squarespace does this by giving you beautiful templates created by world-class designers, powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online, the ability to customize the look and feel, the settings, the products, and more, all of that with just a few clicks. This is literally true. Everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box. And they have a new way to buy domains, so you can choose from over 200 extensions. They have analytics that help you grow in real time, built-in search engine optimization, free and secure hosting with nothing to patch or upgrade ever. And of course, they have their 24 by 7 award-winning customer support. They're encouraging folks to make it, get out there and make your website. So please, right now, you head over to squarespace.com slash supertrain, get a free trial, and when you're ready to launch... Use the offer code SUPERTRAIN to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Once again, that's squarespace.com slash supertrain. We're so grateful for, for, uh, for all, all the years of support uh, from Squarespace and, and, and for hosting our website. They're real good about that. It's Squarespace. You just go there. Our thanks to Squarespace for supporting Roderick on the line and all the great shows. <laughs> first, you are on a, first you're on a helicopter and uh-huh. then you're on a hovercraft. Okay. What happened... Was uh, this Christmas? I gave you my heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this Christmas, we decided mm-hmm. that last Christmas was was uh, was too much. All you too wanted many. for Christmas was me. That's right. There were too many presents last Christmas because we have in-laws. Everybody felt obligated to get everybody a present. Yeah. As I've said before, what that usually means for me is that people are waiting in line at REI and they get they see something and that's like perfect for Christmas, $5 and they're like, "Hmm, seems like he'd like he'd like that that mm-hmm. uh, flashlight or or exacto knife or whatever." So I would get a lot of stuff like that. Hard to buy for, they say. Uh but they but there were just a lot of presents. It just took all day opening these little presents that nobody wanted. Nobody wanted to have bought them and nobody wanted to receive them. And at the end of the day, it was like, look, yeah, you don't no, it, but also just importantly, nobody talks about it because you don't want to seem like a dick. But, but there's a lot of times you get stuff you don't want and it becomes this just obligatory circle jerk where everybody's just giving each other stuff that nobody wants. And now that's still in your house it. like a sex bag. Yeah, nobody wants it. And so we all looked around at the end of the day. My sister's spearheading this with my mom, you know, trumpeting the chorus. Uh, saying uh, this is this is uh, we we are not consumerists. This is not the kind of just like uh, blunt edge consumerism that we practice as a as a family and as a community. So we're putting a stop to this, mm-hmm. and uh, we're doing a secret Santa where each adult has one person that is charged with buying them a gift. Oh, and, I like that. Yeah. So each adult gets one gift. And it's one other adult's responsibility to pick a gift for this person. And, and, you know, and since each person only gets one gift, you know, you You get one dinger instead of a bunch of different aftershaves or whatnot. Right. And and since you don't have to buy presents for eight people, Mm -hmm. you can you can presumably think a little bit longer about it than just getting somebody gifts from the end cap at the Walgreens. Yeah. Giant flask. So it was nice. We all, yeah. <laughs> I think you and I stood in a Walgreens one time and looked at that giant flask. It's a really, together. really big flask. And we were like, whoa, whoa. whoa. Oh, the whoa. mighty have fallen. <laughs> oh, whoa, just, where, where, They're like Pierre Cardin in the 80s. They'll just license yeah. their name to anything. <laughs> oh, Stanley. I knew a guy that worked for them. I well, you know, they, I did too. I knew a fellow back in their air purifier <laughs> days. They were, it was a juggernaut. They were the MySpace of air purifiers. Whoa, Remember how he was like, they will never be beat. Like this is, they have, they have cornered the market on these pointless air purifiers. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, so <clears throat> so, so we all uh, we well, yeah well, we all everybody gets nice nice presents nice stuff. Um, I uh, the my gift giver actually got around the um, the one present rule by uh, by getting me a lot of small presents and putting them in one box. Oh, but, like basically basically bought eight eight little presents but then it was all in one box so i got the added thrill of like oh look it's a box of stuff yeah that i'm i might have found at a thrift store uh and it was it was very thoughtful very thoughtful mm -hmm. anyway my mom uh called me immediately after christmas and said and my mom has taken has started to uh become a little bit more eccentric mm-hmm at age 85. Yep. She's earned it. She's earned it. <clears throat> That's right. The eccentricity is starting to come out. And she said, I didn't buy you a birthday present this past year because, and then she gave some reason. Okay. And I was like, all right. And she said, and I didn't give you <clears throat> a birthday present last year for some, some reason. And I was like, uh-huh, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. I'm not counting, and also I don't remember, and uh, and I'm sure it was. I'm sure there was a reason, and I don't. You know, it's fine. I don't really celebrate my birthday. Mm -hmm. I try not. Ugh, to. God, I wish I could just. It's forced on. I wish I could opt out. I I, I try every year, and then they catch me. They catch me going down the alley. They're like they know they know all the routes I'm going to take to try and avoid it. Mm -hmm. And then she said, <clears throat> "I didn't get you a present last Christmas." And some of the things she's saying is like, I knew you were, I knew you were about to move, so I didn't get you a present. Mm -hmm. I knew you had just moved, so I didn't get you a present. For, so she lists all these holidays in recent years that she hasn't gotten me a present. Does this imply that she's your adult? No. Okay. No, no, no. My adult was some was someone else. Okay. Okay. But she says, so I owe you these Christmas presents, or I owe you these birthday presents. Mm -hmm. And I said, Mother, dear Mother, you don't owe me any presents. Mm -hmm. And she said, no, I owe you three birthday presents. And I said, <clears throat> honestly, uh -huh. sweetheart, I don't, it's December 27th or whatever. I do not. She said, no, I have them already. Huh. I bought you these birthday presents, but I didn't give them to you. They've been, and I have to get them out of my house. And she phrased it as though now uh, she had these birthday presents that were, bur that were burdensome. Uh -huh. Taking up. Valuable closet space. And so she organized a birthday party for me hmm. yesterday. Okay. Your canonical birthday is not, in, not then. It, it's in September. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but yesterday on January 5th. That's pretty eccentric. We sat down <laughs> and hmm. opened three birthday presents for me. Okay. Two of which were very – one of them was a handmade pillow that sort of looked like a mandala. Oh, nice. That she said, I found a bed sheet. <laughs> this is going <laughs> to sound crazier than it is. Yeah. She said, I found it. I found some bed – no, she said bed clothes, not, bed, not a bed sheet. I found some bed clothes at the thrift store, and I cut out the mandala in the center of the bed clothes, and I sewed this pillow for you out of it. I was like, thank you. What a lovely day present. <laughs> it's nice to know the story. <laughs> okay. 
and, right. and, and it's a large pillow. Okay. Not, it's not a sex pillow, but it's like a, <laughs> it's a big throw pillow, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then she said, and then I opened the next gift, which was very heavy. And it was <clears throat> uh, imitation rabbit fur uh, a thunder blanket, hmm. uh, do- comfort blanket. Uh, you know, like weighted. Oh, gravity, big, like a gravity blanket. Yeah. The thing weighs forty pounds. Yeah, I have one of those. And it, but it looks like it's it looks it's very convincing, sort of white rabbit fur. Okay. Uh, it looks like it, it look it looks like the greatest um, uh, Game of Thrones robe you ever saw, okay. and it's humongous. It's the size of a king size bed. And I was like, "Well, that's a very I, heavy model." I said, I don't know what to say about this. Uh-huh. Like, thank you very much uh, for this. I don't, I, I this isn't a thing it, I ever would have thought. It helps people with anxiety is the idea. Well, it helps me with anxiety. I mean, as soon as I had it on mm-hmm. me, I was like, I'm fine. That's you why I got can, one. Yeah. yeah. You guys can go do whatever you want. I'm just going to sit here under my thunder blanket and feel safer. Mm-hmm. And I did, you know, I like a heavy blanket. But you like your feet out, right? I like my feet out. I like it to be mm-hmm. cold in the bedroom. Oh, and I like God, yes. Oh, head. I'm so with you on this. Yeah. I believe, I believe in personal warmth and spatial coolness. Yes. Personal. I think people who are from cold climes learn to appreciate that. I want to be able to regulate, and I go around with my family about this, because I think we should each be regulating our own temperature with things like clothing. Yes. A hot room is inescapable. It's, it's, it's an inescape room. Put on a sweater. <laughs> Put on a sweater and another sweater, and then you can take them off. It's layers. Read a book. In escape room. Mm, okay, I'll get that. That's anyway, good. and then the third one, the third box was the heaviest of all, and I opened it, and inside was a robot. Okay. A top-of-the-line Roomba. <gasps> Did you get the 960? I got a 980. You got a 980. I've been looking at the 960 and telling myself I super don't need it, but I want it. It's got all, you can talk to it. You can map the room. You can map the room. It learns. It's got a camera. Oh, man. It can, uh, it can do, if it, if you throw a pen on the ground, it comes up, it look, it addresses the pen. It sweeps around it. It addresses the pen. Yeah, it it sweeps around it. it goes, oh, John, it, you know, I'm like so happy it, for you. It'll take a knee if you if you walk in front of it. It'll say Malige. Mm-hmm. Um, I can look at it on my phone. I can tell it to do things from far away. I could be in Paris, France. Paris, France, and I could say, Roomba, sweep the room. Sweep the room. It'll do doubles. Sweep the It'll room, sweep Johnny. it, and then you can program it to sweep it again. You Jiminy can do any Christmas. It does it like cross hatching or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so now I've got a Roomba. Now the how my house is all torn apart. I can't put the Roomba to work, but I took the Roomba over. It's there. Mm-hmm. It's ready. The Roomba's a, a, a customing. Or I would. I imagine itself. in my head it would be a little like a puppy, where like eventually you'll be fine. But I feel like I should be with you for this time. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you can tell me. I, I've never used one, but I've I've admired them from afar. I well, I've I I haven't been I haven't been clear about it, but I have never talked to somebody. I haven't like pursued them avidly, but I've never talked to anybody that had a Roomba that was disappointed. Mm-hmm. They all seem to be like, if yeah. you go across the threshold into Roomba ownership, mm-hmm. then you are like Roombas. Yeah, yeah. If you're the sort of person who would like a Roomba, you'd probably like a Roomba. Exactly. Well, and I Which went I on am. thinking, I was yeah. like, "What's a, tell me about a Roomba. And I went onto the internet and the internet said, Haha, what do you want to know? Mm-hmm. 
there first of all there are 60 Roombas. Yep. Like I read a, I I honestly read an article titled Top 10 Best Roombas that we found in 2019. I saw the same article yesterday. Yeah. yeah I saw the same just, article yesterday. I just bought a new Dyson cuz my old Dyson got all plugged up. But um, no, I spent I spent 2 hours yesterday looking at vacuum cleaners. It was the worst. Yeah. Top 10 Roombas we <sighs> found in 2019. Anyway, so now I have one of those, but I so so I have up till now lived my life without a robot. And now I have one and it's going to, it has a certain amount of autonomy. It's going to come out. I'm going to meet it sometimes in the hall. I'm going to be yeah, headed down the hall. The the yeah. Here it comes. And I'm going to be yeah. like, hello. Uh, hi. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of like having a cleaning lady where you're like, hi, mm-hmm. you're nice. But you also like, you don't stop and they don't want you to stop and talk. And you no, don't she want doesn't to want, she doesn't want you to talk. She just wants to do it and be done. You're not actually just, helping when you do that. Right. I'm just, I'm just trying to get through this part of my day. And then I go clean another you get house. money and get out of the way. But the Roomba doesn't have another house. The Roomba's just going to go back to its little parking spot, which has got to be somewhere. I have to, yeah. I have to have it a place itself. for it. It'll, probably it'll eventually imprint on you like a dock. Yeah. I'm not sure how it, oh, it's, I think, I think I'll probably like it better than mm-hmm. a dog. It won't be, have as many needs as a dog. Mm-hmm. But what, here's what I, here's what you can tell me that, yeah. that no one else can. Yeah. See, I have an unusually sized room in the basement okay. of my new house. It's, it's long and narrow, and it's long and narrow in a way, and it's and the room is the room that I want to make into my TV room. Mm-hmm. I don't have a TV room. I didn't have a TV room at the farm. I haven't lived in a house that had a TV room until, uh, since I was in high school, since TVs were shaped like giant ice cubes. Mm-hmm. Um. And now I have a room, and because I watch war movies for one of my podcasts, for your work, I, for my for my work, I feel like I could buy a television, a thing that I have I have studiously avoided buying. I could put it on the wall. I could say, "This is the TV. This is the TV. The TV room." Oh, and it's not going to impinge on your family living space upstairs. Right. It's in the basement. It's part of the basement. We want to watch TV. We go to the TV room, but we're not going to always watch TV. That's right. We go down to the basement. It's not in the living room. It's mm-hmm. not in the bedrooms. It's mm-hmm. just down. You go down. You make an appointment. You you sign up. You mm-hmm. go down to the TV room. You watch a TV. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that the room is just narrow enough that that the piece of furniture that you want in a TV room, namely an L shaped couch, mm-hmm. won't really fit in the space. Mm. Space is too narrow and too long. So if you put the TV against one wall and you put the I, I'm sure you know this, but mm-hmm. there is some kind of mathematical equation mm-hmm. of the perfect distance between the TV relative to its size and the seat. Like you yeah, want it to- <laughs> because I mean, you're you're getting into something where again we're <coughs> getting into something of a quantum state. Excuse me. <coughs> where what what you need to know is like you start with a room. Now the room is mostly not something you can change a lot. The other thing that may not change a lot is like where the drop is for cable and stuff like that. Like, like in our house, we really deal with that, but you still have these two big factors, which is what are you going to sit on? How far away? How big a TV do you want? Cause if you right. get, there is a possibility where you could get too big of a TV for the room. You could certainly get too small of a TV, but it does come down to in there. If you go, I can tell you, I actually can tell you a website to go to to calculate this based on how far away you will be. They will tell you what size TV to get that will be optimally good. For the size of the room, but I'm saying it's a lot like calculus, which I've never taken. Mm, right? This is what this optimal goodness is exactly what 
uh, what I'm learning about. Mm-hmm. I'm learning about optimal goodness. I'm learning that there is a place where uh, there's a place in space and time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the other thing. If mm-hmm. I'm going to get a TV, which I am. Mm-hmm. For the TV room. If I go to the Costco, if I go on Brian Heater's uh, Gizmodo website from 2014. Yeah. Um, I can find a TV that is stupidly big, a TV that would be a TV that is um, like big enough to be a bed, a TV that's bigger than a stretcher, bigger than a sex bag, right? Huge, right? A huge TV. Yep. If you put your hand on it, you cannot even sense its fear. It's Mm -hmm. that big. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you can go to Costco and buy one of these where it has a resolution greater than anything Greater than the human eye can apprehend. Yep, yep, yep. Especially if you're up close. If you're up close, you might be too close. It's not even the one, it's not even the expensive one. Oh, no, it's hard. You you Just buying the expensive one, I just sent you a website to look at. Um, Just buying the expensive one is absolutely not the solution. Nope, nope. Because then you also know you ask somebody like a John Syracuse, and now you're going to get another thing. Does it make noise? Does it have, how's the remote that comes with it? Like, does it steal your data? There's all kinds of stuff where you're going to need to do more than just black enough. You want black blacks, you get an OLED with a black black. I I love my OLED. Woof. Well, so here we go. And that's the thing. Woof, right? Woof Woof is right. Yep, yep, yep. But so if I'm going to get a big one, if I'm going to get a big one, big one, which I which mm-hmm. I want, I want a big one. Then I yeah. have to sit a certain distance from it. Yeah. That in order for it to be, in order for it and to be, and now you're the perfect, adapting. Now you're adapting to the television, and that really it should not be how it works. And I can't just go buy some big L-shaped couch that's like you know, like that's a sex couch, mm-hmm. basically, where you sit down, you just plop down in the sex couch, and you're like, I'm here for the duration. Mm-hmm. Fire up the fire up old Betsy. <laughs> and then up comes this TV that's like the blackest blacks and the darkest whites you've ever seen. And then I watch whatever garbage it is that I'm, yeah. that is the actual. She watched that in Glorious Bastards movie. It's really good. Oh uh, yeah, thanks. Um. Anyway, mm-hmm. studying the space, and I have spent a lot of time studying the space, picturing a big wall of television, picturing an L-shaped couch that would be weirdly. Because the thing is, you don't want you don't want just a couch. It's mm-hmm. a TV room. You want, mm-hmm. but you know, like for instance, our our friend Ken Jennings, mm-hmm. he has a uh, he has a uh, media room because he's a rich person, mm-hmm. and they actually have that that configuration where each member of the family has their own leather lazy boy with cup holders. Oh boy, it's a whole thing. I don't know if I'm ready for that. And they've got a backward projection thing that some TV mounted on the oh, ceiling. Big Jeopardy. Big Jeopardy. The, you know, he's a hot dog, right? Yep, yep. yep. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm not one of these guys. I'm not yeah. going to go into a room with a bunch of DVDs on no. the walls. Or, or, or dolls. Because I also want to be able to use this room for what other posters. Things? Would you get posters for classic movies? Would you have like a good, <laughs> the bad, and the ugly oversized poster <laughs> like in Spanish or something? No, you know, because it's also, it's got to do double duty, right? If you're going to have a sex couch, it's also got to be a sex room. So the ceiling's got to be mirrored. Okay. It's got to mirror. Maybe you have a pole or a rack or something like that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so studying the room, one day I go, wait a minute. And a big, giant light bulb, three times as big as any light bulb that ever went off before. Ooh. Okay. And I say, what if I fill the room with sex bags? 
giant beanbag chairs. I've right. seen these things. I've yeah. seen them on the internet. They call them fat boys. Beanbag chairs big enough for a human man. Mm-hmm. Beanbag chairs big enough for two people. It's your room. So so I so I went one time. There's a there's a there's a gal uh, that you've heard of. You've mm-hmm. met her. She's in. She's a nerd musician. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say too much. Mm-hmm. Does she play a little ukulele? Somebody, somebody, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. plays an instrument. Is yeah. is is a, is a very just adorable uh, uh, nerdy uh, a musician, and okay. she has a uh, she has a male friend that that lives with her. Okay. Um, and I'm not even sure these days. I'm not sure what their pronouns are. Mm-hmm. They, Good for they, them. They could be moving. It could be moving around. I haven't checked with them recently. Okay. But the, when we when we met, that that was how they identified. Okay. And I went to their house one time. To I don't know what it was. I was picking up a thing, mm-hmm. picking up, dropping off something, and I uh, went in, and they had two matching giant sex bags, hmm. <laughs> right in the middle of their living. Well, she, room. She's a real little thing. And each one had a controller in it. Ooh. And they had television. <laughs> you mean like a joystick to move around yeah. like a Wally? Yeah. yeah. And they had televisions <laughs> mounted on the ceiling. Oh, that doesn't feel wholesome. So that they lay. I don't know. Husband and wife. Why does that bother me? But it does. Giant, giant, giant. Sex I mean, bags. When you, when Sex you bags and a ceiling, ceiling TV. When you, you had to climb into these things, if I were if I were laying back on this sex bag with my joystick in my hand, yeah. looking at this ceiling TV, I would be five feet off the ground. Hmm. And as you say, like that, you know, that it's not like they were a, a giant sized people. Mm-hmm. So it would probably take her twenty minutes to get in and out of this thing. <laughs> and uh, and they were weird colors. They were like brown. They were earth tones. And I said, wow, that's wow. quite a that's quite a living room choice. And honest to God, they said, you want to try it out? You want to jump in? And I was like, oh, no, oh no, that feels like getting in someone else's underwear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, you don't, you, don't, you don't sit in another man's corn. No, yep. no. And so I, it's like, it's like kissing somebody's parrot, you know? You right? <laughs> so I said, but I walked out of there, like, certainly scalded, but also, uh, uh, it planted the seed. Wow, giant! You could just do that. You could just. There's no yeah. furniture in that living room. Nope. Just two giant sex bags. Tab- Tabula and, Rasa, John. It's your room, right? So then you tell me this morning. Oh, be, by the way, mm-hmm. our living room now, and I've been to your apartment. You've been there. A, you've been there. It's not. not it's not the kind time, of place where you, where you would decide to. I mean, you might start out with a sex bag, but boy, twenty years in, you really fills a room. It's it's confusing to me because you've lived there a long time. You've really got it established. Mm-hmm. You got it how you like it. Yeah, well. And you're, you're telling me you brought a piece of furniture that's the size oh. of a Dodge Dart into <laughs> that <laughs> Wasn't house. me that brought it, buddy. <laughs> I they, they only wake me for the important meetings. I, there's so many things I just don't get a vote on. I just sent, you a, photo, I just sent you a photo of my tween uh, sitting in the uh, sex bag. You can get a sense how of many, scale. How many people can? Wow. She's probably 5'5", she's probably five, 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 maybe? She's... She's all grown up and look She's at the same size as my uh, wife. Uh, I mean, clothes wise and everything. I mean, and I love, I love the way uh, that she's wearing her hair. I think that's, Isn't that's that a good cut. That's great. But boy, that is a, that's a big piece of furniture. It's and that's not boy. even the biggest one you can get. It makes right? the iPad look tiny. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, this is, this is, again, I, I don't know that much about it. Um, I know carrying it up the steps in the box was, uh, was quite an adventure for me on uh, Christmas Eve, but 
I, Why not just get a Casper mattress? You know, we have the. It's I, got, I've got just a the right. Code for yes, you. yes, uh, super super train. You know, super. the thing about the TVs on the ceiling, I could see wanting that as a sometimes option, where you get some kind of uh, a derrick or a chassis or like a garage door. Yeah, if you had like a garage, mentioning you had a garage door. Derek and Chassis, they were a couple of my <laughs> closest friends in college. <laughs> they were from the anti-folk movement, I believe. <laughs> they were. They were. <laughs> Derek and Chassis. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, like a hipster yeah. Portland, Donnie and Marie. Yeah. yeah. They, um, were, they were from uh, Chapel Hill. <laughs> you know, from there is uh, Archers of Loaf. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stuck a pin <laughs> in your backbone. <laughs> so anyways, uh, I think this is an interesting... Now, one thing I will say about The Fat Boy is if you want to be able to sit in it to watch a Tarantino movie, um, it does help to have... It can it can sit on its own. I should let my family answer this for you. They, they use it more than I do. But um, you can sit on, on its own, but it kind of works best when it's up against something else. Right. I right, feel right, like... Right. right. Uh, maybe I just like to feel safe. Well, you know, we all like to feel safe. Mm -hmm. But my thinking was, what if instead of buying a big piece of furniture, I buy five fat boys? I don't know if this is a bit, but I, I do have an idea here. First of all, you should look at that. Well, I might as well tell our listeners, this is not funny. This is just true. You must go to a website called, uh, depending on if you want to be cute about it or not, it's R-T-I-N-G-S, R-Tings or Ratings. R-Tings. That site. Do, do, you know, do you know people that are affiliated with R-Tings? I don't, but everybody I trust uh, uses this site. It's how I learned about this site. And so basically, really? yeah, this is where you're, you're going to want to go here and look at some of their, their little robots. Oh, that include, bars. Okay, yeah. Well, but the thing is, I'll find the exact link, but there's a link somewhere that's like, tell me what size TV I want. And like, you kind of give it an idea what size your room is. Are you going to have a surround sound system? All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so I have a 55 inch TV, which is, it could be bigger, but like, oh. it would probably not super please my wife to have a too much bigger TV. Well. But that works for the size room I'm in. Now, if I had uh, if I had a larger than 66-inch model, that would be too big because our couch is not that that far away, and it's a little overwhelming, and now you're like a little kid on Saturday morning sitting way too close to the TV. But this right. site, I mean, real talk, is that this site, you'll find in here many things, and I, I would be happy to walk you through some of this, but you're, you know how to use the web. Um, yeah. There's some really useful stuff in here. Now, that's one thing. Um, I'm going to finish in a minute. Here's the other thing. Right. Tabula Rasa, this is your goddamn room. Can I say, why don't you start by ordering a sex bag? Right. Okay, so you're in, you're in for a little bit of money with the sex bag, but you get that, you put that in your house before you commit to anything, sex bags or sex couch, L couch, right. L, L sex. Right. Why right. don't you start, if I could say, with buying one sex bag chair See how you feel about it. See how your family feels about it. Try walk going down to the room. You know, you like to go in a room. You say, are there ghosts in this corner? You like sure. to walk around and explore the space. Why don't you, why don't you uh, put your stink on that room? Get a fat boy in there, mm -hmm. sex bag. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. even before you can imagine a TV, maybe you could put masking tape up on the wall to give you an idea of scale. Okay, okay. Masking tape. No, not, not gaffer's tape, but, you know, like easily removable tape. You get an right. idea, but then you'd see if you want a sex bag. So the, the biggest ones... Which are called, so yours is called what, Fat Tony? What is it called? <laughs> yeah. We got a Fat Tony. I think uh -huh. we have a 70 inch Fat Tony. I, it is the, I think it is regarded as the standard size, which is hilarious to me because when you say beanbag to me, I think of a vinyl bag full of styrofoam right. that you can whip across the room. Right. This is not that. You can't bend this. You can't 
you, you can't do, you cannot fold spindle or mutilate this. So right, anyway, yeah, you're, so you're, you're looking at sizes now. So I'm thinking, I'm, I, I was thinking, so for some reason, and I don't remember when this got into my head, but many, many years ago, I got the mental picture of a swimming pool full of pillows. Right. And I thought of it as a thing that I wanted to experience. I really wanted. Sometimes you get an idea in your head and it's, you don't know where it comes from, but it's sure there. That's exactly what happened here. I wanted to tongue kiss with three Farrah faucets at one point. Whoa. Oh. Well, you think I asked for that? No, that's not a thing you sat and dreamed up. That was a thing that was to given in, she, to you. She didn't even have to be in the swimming suit. <clears throat> well, and as uh, you have intimated, or mm. as, you have, uh, as you've uh, gathered, mm. there was something about the time when the uh, swimming pool full of pillows arrived in my mind that it was also part of a sexual awakening. Mm -hmm. I believed that there was something about a swimming pool full of pillows that was going to be... <sighs> I was, that was going to be sexy. I was going to be it's in decadent, there. It's decadent. I was going to be in there with a naked girl. Okay. So and somebody you know or, or somebody you can imagine? Somebody I, somebody I hope to know or somebody okay. that went to my school, somebody something like that. Somebody aspire to have pillows with, yeah. Yeah, I was going to swim through this swimming pool full of pillows, and I wasn't sure. And over time, I started to say, like, now down at the bottom, the weight of the pillows up higher is going to affect your experience. And there's going to be like a, your specific gravity. Yeah, there's going to be a depth in this swimming pool full of pillows below which you're not going to want to go because it's because mm -hmm. of the claustrophobia problem. Oh, you, it's like you're being buried alive, kind right? Yeah, but but I but I still and I wasn't you know and this was before I'd ever seen a ball pit before I knew before I think ball pits had been invented. Mm -hmm. Swimming pool full of pillows, and I knew and and so the idea was that it would be that there would be a girl in there. That was that also was naked, and we would be swimming around looking for each other in a swimming pool full of pillows. Mm. This was a thing. This was a fantasy that I had over and over mm -hmm. for a long time, starting at a you know at a at a like uh, in bloom kind of age, mm -hmm. and going uh, later. And you know, not like big pillows, right? Just normal size mm -hmm. pillows. Mm -hmm. Different. But the thing about it was different kinds of pillows. Throw pillow, corduroy pillow. Oh, I see. Now, know, I was like, imagining a uniform twin-size bed pillow collection. No. You're saying this could be, I mean, I don't want to work blue, but maybe even something like your gift from your from your mom. Yeah, so that would be a, the biggest pillow that so you that, could So that's, you that's could in imagine. the mix. Yeah, but you're mm -hmm. just, because part of it was, if you jump in, you don't want to hit some big pillow. Mm -hmm. You want to, like, kind of almost, like... Go swim down through the little pillows. This is the benefit of the ball pit is that they all kind of bounce off each other because they're uniform. Right. In this case, there'd be a little bit of, uh, as you say, friction, a little bit of resistance. And I've never been in a ball pit. Can you imagine that? I mean, when I just they were imagine, invented, I just think about the snot, John. Well, but like, can you imagine one, how much snot there'd be in there? Ugh. I feel like you and I were alive the first day that ball pillows came online, and we could have run down there and gotten in them before they yeah, were I, think, I feel like snot. I just missed the window on widespread adoption. I don't think we had this in Ohio. No, I'd never seen one until I was Wait, we, we, we have hard chairs and apologies in Ohio. Yeah, right. You didn't even get a chair where mm -hmm. I grew up. Well, you got to earn the, the chair. Yeah. yeah. And there was like a hand-painted, like, uh, like, goofy on the mm -hmm. wall, like, like Donald Duck or something. Maybe a co collection of spoons. But they were hand painted so that they so they didn't even look like Goofy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We were robbed anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, and the thing is, now it seems like ball pits aren't big and aren't deep enough. Kids just get in there and their feet 
get to the bottom. It's just sort of like wading through balls. I wanted a ball pit that was like 30 feet deep. I would right? want, it would be like a foam party, uh, which I've also never uh, participated in. But I, I would, if I were going to choose a ball pit, sight unseen, as, as a 53-year-old man that's never uh, utilized a ball pit, I feel like I would want it above my waistline. At least. Maybe at chest, least. maybe chest, maybe nipple high. You know, I never went to one of those Ibiza, uh, mm-hmm. like MDMA dance parties where they filled the room full of foam either. Is that what you meant when you said foam party? I think so. A foam, um, uh, I was aware of foam as a thing where there'd be foam on a, you know what? I might've been to foam on a dance floor. I never, never saw it. Never. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw to go it. To the I new just wave, new wave nights, you know, new wave nights was, uh, had some Venn diagram with gay clubs and sometimes yep. the facilities, the art for sure. Would be uh, very challenging, and uh, I, I I wouldn't. But now, do you want to? Would you, would you want to drink? Never mind. Let's get off the phone. I talked to a friend uh, the other day who's a little bit younger than us, and I said, uh, just out of curiosity, mm-hmm. I said, "Did you ever go dancing with your friends mm-hmm. when you were young?" And the and this person, a little younger than us, said, looked at me incredulously and said, I was an indie rocker, sir. We did not dance with oh, our friends. Oh, that's not incompatible. We would go well, to a new wave night and we'd dance and dance. There'd be drink specials. Gosh, that was a fun thing. This is you and me. This is you and me. I, I guess, man, them, but you like, go to new wave nights and new wave nights frequently had crazy drink specials. You yeah, could get an amber and a sour for a buck. If you are 42 now. Okay. I don't think you went to New Wave Night. Oh, wow. Oh, because you're more like a Fleet Foxer or something? or I don't know. I don't know. This is weird kind of maybe thing. Maybe like, when you looked at New Wave Night on the calendar, you thought, yeah. ho-hum, or you were like, okay, boomer, or whatever people said. Sure. I don't know. I know. But you I know. and I are from that generation where, yeah, we sat around with our heads I don't bowed, talk about it because who listened? One listen? tear coming down but and I, saying I, I like, dance oh, it up to oh, a head oh, like a hole oh, or a gigantic or a Harley Davidson son of a bitch. I would get out there and move it. I, I would. I, I, I'm not above dancing to ministry, bop, 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 But you bop. would also, you would also spin me rights round, baby <laughs> rights round, <laughs> like <laughs> a liquor <laughs> baby. Stock right Aitken round. Waterman, look it up. <laughs> Are you telling me right? You get you're, a Kylie Minogue, just, I'll be out there. I'm not above not just that. To God, godly Who the cream? fuck do you think you are? Dance. You're not going to dance to Kylie Minogue. What the fuck's wrong with you? Anyway, my thinking. About a ba- about a swimming pool full of pillows was that I could actually build my own that would be human scale size, but out of sex bags by fifteen That'd of them. That'd be so early. heavy. Fifteen so of heavy. them, so that you have, so that you would have to climb up up uh, like a a ziggurat. You you yes, you would be creating like a, a mount bags. mount sex bag. Mount sex bag, uh-huh. so that you could have probably you could probably have nine people in there watching TV. Not that I ever would. Uh, not whoa, that I whoa, would. We're back in the TV room TV. now. Yeah, that's oh, what I'm saying. Oh, I feel you. You're gonna make like a dirty harem. Turn the TV room uh, into a swimming pool full of pillows. Uh, I love this. I love. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. And okay, so then when it. you go on to when you go on to artings.com and yep, yep, and yep. you go to the you go to the TV size to distance enter, calculator enter sex at bag. And you say, oh, let's see, I want to be 7.7 feet from the screen. And it says, oh, well, it looks like you need a 55-inch TV. But if you go like, well, wait a minute, I'm 10 feet from the screen. They're like, yeah. you could have a 71-inch TV. But if we, if you have sex bags, you can be however many inches from the TV you want. Sometimes you there a- are certain movies, uh, I'll be honest with you, so I'm a, I'm a size queen. Uh, yeah. I will only watch programming that is at a resolution that I find acceptable. 
I mean, unless it's something I super, super want to watch, uh, I rarely go below 720. I have trouble watching seasons of Survivor that are not in HD. I'm very into, at this point, Ultra HD. Ultra 4K. HD. Yes. I'm talking about the full, you're running, I'm running it off a hard drive or I'm running it off an optical disc. I'm talking about, you're watching Blade Runner in 4,000 pixels. Is right. this on your Oleg'd? On oh, my Oleg. My Oleg Cassini, yes. Uh-huh. Yes, I am. I am. But here's the thing. There are some movies, I told this to my pal the other day, I, I mean, on me, if I watch The Incredibles, the scenes with Mr. Huff in his office are so beautifully detailed, I'll put my glasses on and get right up near the screen where I'm like practically on top of it. You now, I don't need to do that for every movie, but here's what, here's what you're telling me, is that pool has wheels, buddy. You can mm-hmm. you can move your sex bags into any configuration. Let's be honest, that suits you or your guests. Right. If you want right. to pile them like, all straight up and do a princess in the pea type sex bag situation, not a problem. But I'm saying there are so there are going to be so many sex bags, and you get as close so or far as you want. That you're not even going to be able to. You're not even going to be able to. What am I trying to say here? Uh, to um, have. A, you're not your bag is mm-hmm. never going to touch the floor because there's already a a base layer of bags that no one even ever gets down to. I get it. I get it. There's no bad seating. You are literally right. making a mountain of bag. Yes, a mountain of bag. Okay. I'm. I'm. Uh, so right now, if you put in largest bean bag. Uh, you get, you get there. There's something called You're ultimate get something German. <laughs> there's something called ultimate sack 6,000. <laughs> <laughs> then, then there's the chill sack chill bag. Okay. Uh, there's the, um, I mean, ultimate sack. The largest bean bag is, uh, largest is, bag. oh, wow. No, that's like a Guinness book of world's records. There's something called the sumo maximus. Oh, there it is. That's largest bean bag. Yeah, but that's not a thing. I don't know. Sumo, I don't want that. In oh there. my goodness! Now, see, I like that, but that is not. So that's base. Oh my goodness! I think there's Sumo some Peter Maximus. Jackson stuff happening here. Yep. That's yep. a. That that's seems, basically like an Ottoman. It looks Ottoman, like CGI. This, it does. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're doing forced perspective. It, that looks like an Ottoman the size of a jacuzzi. There's some. There's one here that looks like a Snorlax. Hmm. You mean like from uh, Star Wars? Uh, yeah, that's, isn't that the one that Luke Skywalker milks? Yep. Oh, no, you're talking about the blue milk Mandalorian? Oh, I thought you were thinking of like the, uh, like a Mandalorian goes into the space mouth for a thousand years, but I, I, but, but go ahead. Well, there's one that looks like a sleeping grizzly bear. I don't love want that. Baby love sack. Okay. Here's one question, a practical question. And here's the thing. Love sack. That's right. And they didn't, yeah. didn't even put the K at the end. They were, they were so commi- committed to like, as I love a, sack on the bottom of my stairs bag. and it's about to get wild. Um, the, uh, now here's a question. I don't want to take you off. First of all, I want to compliment you. I think for a sexual fantasy to be any fucking good at all, it has to be at least implausible and probably impossible. Yeah, so first of all, like. yeah, I mean, all these sexual fantasies, like, oh, I, I want her to touch my dong. Like, uh, I mean, that's implementation details. Yeah. But I a man who wants a, a pool tr- full of pillows. Full-sized full swimming pool. And also that it would be, this was the, this was always the best part of the, of the, of the, uh, of the fantasy was that here. So first of all, I would have to know a girl well enough that she would go to a second location with me, yeah. which already was kind of a fantasy. That's going to take time or bad judgment. When I was 16, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then 
I would have to have the resources to have a Olympic size swimming pool and also have the resources to fill it with pillows, which I knew was going to be expensive. Mm-hmm. And then I would, we would arrive at the edge of the pool and she would go, wow, a swimming pool full of pillows. Mm-hmm. And then I would have to be, I would have to have the suavity necessary to say, wouldn't you like to get in mm-hmm. the pool of the swimming pool full of pillows? It might even be her idea. Hopefully it would. And then I would she say, could say to you, I have always had, I've never told anybody this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you call it a fantasy or wish fulfillment manifesting. Mm-hmm. I have always wanted to dive into a pool full of variously sized pillows. And I can't believe this is happening. Is this real? Am I dreaming? Yes, yes, yes. That's and the thing. I- Here's the thing in life. The thing in life, God bless you. If you can find a woman who will wear the Catwoman suit, you are so much better than the rest of the world. If you can find a woman where it's her idea to wear the Catwoman suit, you put a ring on that. Well, and so, and then the, then the fat, the last thing would be, uh-huh. there are a lot of pillows in here of different fabrics, corduroys and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it, they tend to, if you really want to dive, if you really want to, you know, have the f- experience of swimming, um, without a lot of friction, then it's really best to just be in your underwear. Because oh, at the, sh- at, oh, I love that. That's so pure and wholesome. Because at the time, I swear, you were a sex this, scold like me. You weren't you a sex scold? When I was, and this at this time in my life, the idea of being naked in this swimming pool was yeah. too far. Underwear would be so much more fun. I had, the, I had it that we were in our underwear. Yes, and that that's much around. more Wes Anderson. That's and nice. Then you, I like then that. you like come, you come through the, the the pillows. You're like blah, and you can giggle, giggle, uh-huh. and then you, you then you meet each other under swimming under the pillows, under the pillows, and then because oh know, by the way, did I mention you can swim through pillows? And she's in her little mm, uh, yeah. under, underwear, yes. and I'm in my underwear. Yes, yes, and it's like. I, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't go crazier than this is that. The beauty I don't of ask yourself: Was I talking about three women who look like Farrah Fawcett? I was not. No, that's three the point. Farrah Fawcett. It's literally impossible. Here's one thing: This might be harder than your. Oh, sorry, uh, harder in the actual sense of the word. The, the the beanbags, the beanbag that we got, it is very, it is very, very comfortable, and you can basically make it whatever you want it to be. Yeah, but it's not cushy. In the same way as the beanbags of your youth. So you okay. Now this is what I need to know. You what need to kind test of, this out. You need to test this out. What is the cushiness of it? It's much more uh, solid. Um, oh. So, like you know, when you sit in an old beanbag chair, the old, the, you know, the vinyl with the little pellets the cats hate in it, right? right? Um, right. And those things are so light, right? And they're so like poofy. There's a part of me that John. There's a part of me that thinks our penultimate beanbag. Our penultimate beanbag before this one was a corduroy model, an inexpensive, probably Target corduroy model with the styrofoam beads. There's a part of me that wonders, well, obviously, step zero, you need to try all of these. But there's a part of me that thinks if you bought like 60 old school corduroy chairs and and they were like a little bit understuffed, yeah, now you're swimming in the TV room. Huh. Because you don't think about this. What's luxury? Oh, hobos love a soft pillow. Fuck you. Try uh-huh. sleeping on a bunch of pillows as opposed to a bed, and it's not actually that comfortable. No, it's true. Pillow is for head. Did I ever tell you when I was when I, in my drinking days, I was living in an apartment in the university district, and uh, and I got kicked out, and there was this 
place up on Capitol Hill where these three guys lived, and they had an extra space because one of the guys, Tory, um, Tory was going o- overseas for some reason, and um, and so I could move into Tory's room, and it was right when I got kicked out of my place in the university district. And I moved up and it was a a apartment on Harvard and Tori left nothing behind. And usually at that stage of your life, you know, it's like, who's going to take a bed or whatever. But I don't know if if Tori even had a bed. Mm -hmm. The only thing he left on the walls were a bunch of show posters, um, including the famous show poster of the Nirvana show at the motorsports arena. Which which Tori had just taken down off of a phone pole somewhere, and I still have mm-hmm. to this day, and who knows whether it's worth anything. Probably is. Probably worth $1,000. But I moved into this place, and I didn't have a mattress. I didn't know where to get a mattress. And so – and I can't get back inside the he- my head at age 22. Mm-hmm. But I got some pallets, some shipping pallets, mm-hmm. and I covered them with pillows. But, Twin-sized bed pillows. Hmm. You, you had like a bespoke personal homemade mattress. And it was awful. An mm. awful place to sleep. <laughs> Every night I would go into this room. I would lay down on this. First you go. <sighs> yeah. this, I, you know, it's this like fif- 15 pillows I found at thrift stores or whatever oh, on no, top of some pallets. pillows. No. It would have been better just to sleep on the floor with one <laughs> new pillow. Just a bunch of used socks. <laughs> it could have just been. Oh, well, this was the era when when I when I would get holes in the toes of my socks, I would take them out and I would put them on the fire hydrant out front, and they would be gone in five minutes. <laughs> Why? Like, who is picking up socks what? off of this fire no. hydrant? Sometimes I would put three pairs of socks out there with holes in the toes, and they'd be gone in five minutes. To dry? I, I, no, no. I would be like, put them in this, and because I would oh, you're put putting them back the in sidewalk. circulation. Yeah, put them in the stream okay. and see what happens. All right, all right. You know, I'd take three, put them on the fire hydrant, go back in the house, go back up to close the house, to the door, and Socks I'd look gone. down and they'd be gone. Gone. But so I had a version of this dream, and it was a terrible, it was terrible, and it was terrible because for some reason I thought I needed those pallets underneath it. I thought that was the hack. Well, really, yeah, I mean, because it seems like uh, it seems like you're using technology. Right? Because yeah, you're right. combining something like, uh, well, some, it's like a hobo box spring. Within a hobo bed, kind of yeah. right? Isn't that the right. idea? If you just sleep on pillows, well, you know, now you're like you're like a fucking golden retriever. Sure, you got a, a pallet as an undergirding. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I didn't even put a sheet over the pallet, so every night I would wake up Derek and I would be. <laughs> there would be like three or four parts of me that were on different pillows, and then I would also be touching. I'd just be sleeping on. Oh, a that pallet. sounds like a real painful back situation to me. It was. Awful, but yeah. I was young. I was drunk so much mm-hmm. that, I, and then eventually, I think somebody was like, "Hey, I have a mattress." And you know what I did? I put the mat. It wasn't a mattress. It was a. It was a small enough mattress that I could fit it in the closet. It was a small closet. So what I did was I put one end of the mattress in the closet, and oh, I've the done rest that. Of it that's a good look. Out. It's like a bespoke personal Murphy bed. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. So you kind of had to climb in. It was pretty good. Yep. It was pretty, yeah, it was an all right. It was all right. And that was probably your last mattress before the purple one you bought in the shipping container. It, well, there was a futon uh, at one point. I used to believe in futons. I went to a place that was, the sign, the sign actually said $99 futon with frame. 
And I was like, I can mm. afford that. And I went and I bought it. 90, it was the unfinished frame and the futon had, it was basically a futon made out of Japanese cinder blocks. You gotta, if you're going to get that. a futon, you got to get the one with the foam in the middle and then the cotton batting around it. Mm-mm, this thing, this thing weighed six hundred pounds, this, and they're so fucking hard, and, the, and lumpy, only, lumpy and hard, like a gravy, super lumpy, super lumpy and super hard. And the Ugh. and the the great thing about it, I, uh, because this was the era where once you wanted to get rid of one of those things, how do you get rid of it? You can't get rid of it. No, that it's they, they're not recyclable. Well, it's like but sleeping. I, it's like somebody said, "Oh, is there any way that I could sleep on both a bus seat and a cum rag?" Oh yeah, here, have my futon. That's exactly what it was—a combination that. of a buck. But a, but a friend had a band, and he was trying to sound insulate a garage. Okay, okay. And I said, why don't you take this old futon of mine and, like, and Oh, that's we'll, good. That's a good we'll idea. Bolt it, yeah, we'll bolt it to the wall. And he was like, great idea. And so I think I turned it stain side in or something yeah, like sure. that or mm-hmm. whatever, wrapped it in a towel. I'll never figure that. <laughs> and uh, and we, <laughs> we, like, we got big, huge washers and, like, bolted it into the wall. That's cool. That's a cool, that's a cool. You can put, like, a grommet in. That's, that's a good project. Yeah. yeah. Grommets. Love a grommet. So I'm now on a uh, I'm on a website called uh, uh, Amazon. Oh, okay, okay. And I'm looking at largest bean bags. And <laughs> Merlin, what I can't bean bags net worth bean bags feet <laughs> bean bags wife. I can't. <laughs> I get that a lot. You don't get the feet as much anymore, but you still get net worth and wife. Wait a minute, what's feet? Oh well, you oh, get a, about height. Well, now you can go straight to Wiki feet. But it used to be anytime you search for celebrity, it would automatically, the first return after the person's name would be person's name feet. P- it's not Wiki, just me. It's not just Wiki me. Feet. Browsing celebs, wiki feet. Wiki feet. Yeah. You'll, you'll end up on wiki feet. Wiki feet is the only thing worse than Pinterest. First of all, I hate Pinterest. Feet. It's got all the feet. I don't want to see anything from Pinterest ever. I have no need for Pinterest. I don't, I want Pinterest blocked because usually I, let's be honest. I want to steal some images. And Pinterest makes it really hard. And I don't want to see like most interesting ideas for coffee table hats or whatever. I want Pinterest blocked for the exact same reason that you're saying. And I also want Yelp blocked. Oh, fuck. Oh, do you want to use the mobile app? No, I don't want to use any of this. What well, used to be, time was, time back when was. I used Chrome. Don't use Chrome. I used to use Chrome. And Chrome had an ability. There was an extension you could get where you could block any domain. So I could say no Reddit, no Pinterest. I don't want to see any of these. I don't even want them to be available to me. And now I'm stuck on Safari like a sucker. No, wait. Why don't you use Chrome? It steals all your info and it's terrible. Oh, no. I don't want my info stolen. John Syracuse still uses it. Can't talk him out of it. Um, I'm looking for where to buy fat boy chair. Where to buy fat boy. boy, John, I really feel like I'm not saying you should do a full sex bag on it, but I really do feel like you need to get into one of these and compare. Uh, I'm guessing a Target, maybe a large Target. What I'm worried about is that my impulse to start at one end of the room, I don't know if you've ever had this experience, but I went to a birthday party once. Mm-hmm. I've been to where birthday they parties. Got, yeah, well, they at uh, this birthday party, they got an adult-sized bouncy castle. Okay. And I was like, that's the greatest idea, adult-sized bouncy castle, woo! Yep. And I jumped up in it, and I went bounce, bounce, and then I ran and threw myself against the wall of the adult size bouncy castle Mm -hmm. and i hit that wall like i had fallen out of a building in order to make an adult size bouncy castle it has to be strong there's probably code that they've got to you know get it up to a certain code for somebody who might fling themselves like they're falling off a building 
But also, it was not soft. It was mm. what I forgot was that it doesn't matter what the surface is when you weigh two hundred and thirty pounds okay. and you throw yourself in through the air. There's very little you're going to land on that isn't eventually going to compress to being a hard surface. Equal and opposite, John. Yeah, it's Newtonian. So uh -huh. It hurt. It hurt. It hurt like and, your probably like your shoulder. Well, just uh, it just took it just beat the breath right out of me, and so I limped out of that adult sized bouncy castle, going like, "Oh, that's a lot of fun." <laughs> you get to a point in life, you know, the the younger you are, the better you bounce, and yes, including babies, that's little right. things bounce. They got they got soft bones and soft bodies; they can bounce. We get yeah. older and a little more rigid. We don't bounce. We hit the side of a castle. We do not bounce. That's not a bouncy castle. Now that's just no. a wall. You just ran into a wall. Just a just a wall. Full I can't even of, imagine how many heart attacks must happen, or different kinds of cardiac events, or maybe neuro neurological too. But like I imagine, there's a lot of cardiac events that happen in an adult bouncy castle. I, I felt like uh, know your I, limits. I was, you know, I was just lucky that I didn't like try to land on my head or something. You know, uh, and I'm worried that some of these bean bags mm -hmm. are going to have this thing that you're talking about, which is I'm like, oh, it looks so soft. And I run and jump and it basically, I just like landed Ugh. on a big like cement. Oh, it hurts me to think about it. When I was, when I was about four, I saw a hippie jump into two feet of pool. He thought it was six feet of pool and it was two feet oh, of pool. No. I still think about it sometimes. Oh, poor I, I knew a fellow used to run sound at the club in town and he had a lot of marijuana one night and jumped off a diving board. And then he got one of those chairs with a tube. That scares oh, no. the shit out of me. Get a tube chair. Oh, Don't get a no. tube chair. Get a beanbag chair. I sent you the link to uh, the Target page for beanbags and lounge chairs. And You're I'm not saying, saying these I are good. Go. I'm saying you so, have options. Okay. Let's see if any of these are in store. Let's do, do that. you like this idea? I like the idea of the idea. I think right. the implementation is going to be tricky. You're a sex bag owner now, though. I, well, it's my, my family got it. It comes in a have really, really in? big box. Have you been in it? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. see. I see. I talk about this a lot on another program I do, but I have, I, I have some ownership issues with my life where I, I feel, I feel like now. Okay, privilege. I have uh, a three hundred square foot office, all of my own. It has uh, a couch. It's got. I can. I could live in my office, right? I get that. My wife doesn't get that. My kid doesn't get that. Well, of course, the whole house becomes the kid's house. With that said, I feel like I ask not a, not a lot. I do ask that I get to sit on this place on the couch. I, I want a place to put my phone down. I want to be able to grab a can of seltzer without moving anything. Uh, you understand? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, yeah. And, yeah. And so, so then far. somebody introduces a, a fat boy. And it's like, well, now that's, that's already changed some of the geometry of the room. And now it's even more important that I keep my place on the couch. I don't want to be that particular <laughs> dad. But let's be honest. I'm that particular dad. I want my fucking seat on the couch. And don't put all your soy milk there. But I like the idea of the idea, and I'll tell you why. I like it because you know in your heart it's not practical. What, look, look, you had an opportunity to fill a swimming pool with pillows, and what did you put in the swimming pool? Oh, Memory serves uh, as lumber. L lumber, old okay. logs, yeah. So you, you used it as a, a lumber storage facility, a log, a log hole. Yes. Forgive my saying. So even when you did have it within your grasp, you knew enough to know that you knew that it is. this is an object of imagination. So on one hand, I want to say, I think you've shown admirable restraint. As a man who will get an idea for a project and then, and then hang on to it like a dog with a bone, I admire that about you like so many things. Now, in this case, I think you are 
you're buying the Catwoman suit a little bit here oh, and I hoping someone saying. will wear it. Mm-hmm. Right? So you're already off the beam a little bit because it starts with somebody saying, hey, I have this idea for a Catwoman suit. And you go, okay, let's try that. Right. right. The problem. The problem is you don't know when you're when you're sizing a Catwoman suit and you don't know who it's so difficult is going to wear it. It's going to be that's a tough. It's, extre- you, you it's extremely difficult. And let's be honest, it does not look good on most people, regardless of gender. Right. 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 So I wonder if it's my impoverished imagination and or risk aversion that makes me say to you, John Roderick, I think you need to dip a toe. It's a TV room, but it's also going to be a pillow room. Okay. And, and I, what I'm saying you shouldn't do, and again, impoverished imagination, what I would not do is spend four figures on sex bags before you know if it's the got one it. that suits your bridge to fantasy Catwoman. Got it, got it, got it. And you, could go, to, you to- could go to Target with some comfortable clothes and sit in some fucking beanbag chairs. You could say to the kid, hey, Rudy, going back, bring me five more of l- large microsuede micro beanbag reservation seating. Right. This is the... This. But I'm worried when I get a fixed idea like this mm-hmm. that I have to see it all the way through, even if I go to Target and I'm like, these aren't comfortable. But if I say, but then I'll say to myself, but if I had 15 of them, and even the sensible <gasps> voice that's like, if it's you like Garing these- in the Little Lies, except you're Warner Herzog and you are going to drag the steamboat across the mountain, regardless of whether somebody else thinks it's a good idea. Get me my fucking sex bags. Right, right. Yes, right. And I then- understand. I understand completely. I'm much more liable to take 15 like lightly used sex bags to the thrift store and go, didn't work out. But steps are involved, John. There's steps going down, steps coming up. Are you okay with that? Are you a man that can handle carrying sex bags up and down steps that many times? You might want to get some help. You know what? You could call uh, Psalm. Maybe oh, Psalm can help you with your sex bags. I haven't talked to Psalm in a long time. I you don't guys think left I, on a slightly acrimonious I don't note. think I want him touching my sex bag. <laughs> Get off the roof!